Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got William Horvath. He's with uh, TMEIC. They're an industrial systems uh, solutions provider, and um, we just wanted to talk about automation because there's a lot going on in that space. Isn't that right, Bill? Welcome to the show. Indeed, indeed. Uh, we're finding people have many reasons to uh, take a look at their industrial processes and improve them uh, to be able to save energy, to produce higher quality uh, uh, higher quality products, and to uh, minimize labor. You know, one could almost argue we're entering uh, the third industrial revolution because, you know, yes, there are some some arguments that post-war because of leapfrogging technology and all that some um, markets had an advantage, but everyone has to go into this next generation of automation. There is no established base, is there? That is true, and and the actual uh, industries that have uh, uh, stayed behind and not moved forward are now being forced into that place. We have traditional industries uh, like metals uh, processing and, and steel production. We have uh, the material handling, uh, say shipboard cranes and, and uh, things that have, we took for granted 20 years ago. There's no such thing as a container. And now, of course, uh, the, the extremely competitive, uh, uh, the extremely competitive uh, shipping and transport of material worldwide has forced that into a, a to a truly uh, highly competitive, uh, high, high technology uh, type of uh, uh, application in which. Uh, we have uh, millions of containers transported uh, throughout the world uh, from ship to to, uh, to to shore to truck to uh, and, and back and doing it all with incredible precision. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you know, Bill, one of the things I love saying because I'm a big power efficiency guy is all of those things not only increase. Uh, efficiency, they also increase ROI. I mean, these, these companies aren't going there because someone's twisting their arm. These companies are going there because their competitors are undercutting them and they can make more profit themselves by automating. Absolutely. And in, in, in the area where I experience most of my uh, uh, contributions these days, since my, over the last 40 years actually, and uh, is uh, we call it general industries, but that's where a lot of the action is. General industries uh, would it would include mining, petrochemical, would include uh, um, would include uh, power generation, would include uh, the areas of uh, uh, of uh, production of uh, of uh, of byproducts of petrochemical. Um, and uh, basically, we, we, uh, we're seeing each of these uh, cycle through uh, a, um, a revolution in how they are applying their equipment for, for best energy efficiency and competitiveness. Got it. Got it, Bill. Now, what are some of the challenges you're seeing out there for the engineering community in that entire uh, industrial systems revolution? Well, uh, the, the bigger challenges are uh, we have so many people who have no electrical background that are that have been working with mechanical systems all their lives. Not that is nothing to uh, to uh, to denigrate them, but right. uh, the true the true uh, savings that are uh, that are being created, especially in the high the high energy areas, 
come from the application of not only the mechanical systems, but uh, state-of-the-art electrical systems with high reliability to be able to um, make the most of the energy that is available. Uh, now the mechanical folks have stepped up to the bar as well, but let's give, give you one example. Um, in, in the area of uh, either power generation or uh, in the area of um, steel production, where large, uh, large uh, motors and, and controls uh, have been used for decades, uh, 20,000 horsepower on a blast furnace fan is not unusual, but, uh, uh, and, and just in pumps to cool, the, uh, to cool the plate steel as it goes through the line, uh, it takes a two or 3,000 horsepower pump. Traditionally, pumps have been controlled uh, with uh, with valves, and so if you mm-hmm. if you rather than stopping and starting, valves shut on and off or bypass some of the flow, and uh, and, and in the mechanic in the uh, power production end with where they have extremely large fans, and in the uh, blast furnace end with three extremely large fans, what has been done to change the flow to match the process requirements has been to block some of that flow or change the efficiency of the fan with some more firmer vanes, and so. Um, these mechanical methods uh, ha- are, are intuitively uh, obvious, although they're quite sophisticated. But they have mm-hmm. uh, they have a real downside when you contra- when you need less flow to cover all the conditions of a of a plant, and you need right. you put a mechanical block in either in the flow of the of the fluid or the water or in the flow of the air path or the gas path. Um, you you don't reduce the energy much, but you you uh, you do achieve your flow, and you have lots of maintenance involved in in keeping those mechanical systems going. So as you asked, your initial question was, what are the challenges? The challenges are to uh, evaluate um, those costs today, and then compare things that will change the process flows on these large uh, power users, these motors, change the change the output flow of either liquid. Uh, that's water or, or oil or, or uh, whatever is being moved, and or, or uh, flue gas, and and uh, compare the mechanical systems to the modern electrical systems, which instead of changing the blocking of the air path or the fluid path, they've changed the speed of the uh, big motors. And these and this this been done in the small end. Even we, we can't we can't hardly find a, 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 an electric drill in our tool shop that is not variable speed. And now applying that same idea to uh, to these large uh, thousand horsepower, two thousand, twenty thousand. Uh, we have one uh, one compressor that we're powering up uh, and starting up soon, sixty thousand horsepower. And wow. variable variable speed. If you cut down the flow on those things with electrical means by making it run slower to match the flow, it, the the savings are incredible. I can imagine. So that's well, you the take challenge. the same as you point out, right? Well, yeah, exactly. You take the same thing with your variable speed drill and scale it up. You're going to save an yep. insane amount of power rolling that thing back. Goodness, goodness, yes. Uh, we have uh, in just uh, just just the, the number of dollars in, in electricity costs are staggering. Um, if we were to take a, a typical fan that you may find in a in a in in many different applications, but let's just say power power production, um, the uh, the power production uh, uh, the energy costs for uh, for such a 
uh, for these large fans. Just just a couple of snapshot numbers. If we uh, the, say a thousand horsepower motor, that's at about ten percent, ten cents per kilowatt hour, and ninety six percent of motor efficiency, which is good. Uh, the actual uh, cost just to run that one thousand horsepower motor is six hundred seventy thousand dollars a year. Uh, oh my goodness! And I never thought of it like that. Yep. Now, what if you just uh, what if you take out the five thousand horsepower? The numbers go up exactly proportionally. So to run the five thousand horsepower motor, which is not a, not an ex- a, uh, extra size mo- motor for a power plant, three million uh, four hundred thousand dollars at ten cents a kilowatt hour. Now, what if you're yeah, able those to save six th- numbers? Eight, yeah, listen to that, and, and guess what? If you save only thirty percent, which is quite modest, uh, and, and then the uh, the savings on the annual basis for those two motors, one thousand and five thousand horsepower, is two hundred thousand and a million dollars just the savings. So now you have some. Wow. Now you have. Well, not only that, that pays for the the, the system. It does. It does. It does. And there's other benefits. There's, there's tons of the, one of the, one of the main benefits that you have in, in applying uh, electronic controls is uh, that um, you uh, you're it's easier on the equipment and there's there's less maintenance. Um, you Again. also uh, and when you start a 5,000 horsepower motor at the end of a long power line, say for a compressor, uh, or a 20,000 or even 60,000 horsepower, do you know the impact on the utility system and your neighbors is horrible. So now uh, the, 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 the variable speed drive also provides an extremely soft start to that motor and mechanically easier, mechanically easier on the system and also then uh, is, a, is being a good neighbor to your electrical uh, neighbors in terms of impact on the power system. Well, and that's, you, 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 that's so beautiful, Bill. And I'm always fond of reminding my audience that energy efficiency and advanced control systems, the, the effects ripple outward in so many ways. Big time. Now, there's not, it's not for free. I mean, you, have, that's, that's, you asked me a little bit ago, what's the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is to take and be rational about this. Not every project will pay for itself. But if, right. you're, if, you're, if you're willing to do your homework and you're, and you're willing to look at the systems as they are today or the systems as you plan it with a mechanical system and then take the alternatives uh, it's not uh, it's not uh, extremely difficult, but somewhat tedious to get to the place where you can say, "Oh, okay, uh, with with reasonable certainty, I I can project that I will uh, have a certain ROI on this system." But it takes some homework. Of course, but then that's why you hire engineers or you hire organizations like TMEIC, because yeah. I assume you definitely offer that kind of support to your clients. We do. And when we do, when we don't do the actual survey work, we we do we we uh, we give them guidance to there are many consultants in the in the field who are who are willing and able and have the instrumentation to go to the sites, and uh, for a reasonable cost, they will take the data before and after in a creditable way, and then uh, the customer considers that as part of his investment. And these these folks do this uh, for their daily bread, and so that's how by having the connections that we have. We can bring folks to in to help them to to justify the projects. Great. <clears throat> well, what are some of the things that um, TMEIC does to help get to get there? Well, we we uh, we have a process, Alex. Uh, whenever we get a call, and we get some incredibly crazy calls, <clears throat> we we <laughs> we've gotten a call recently to. Uh, 
to uh, power up a wave machine with a 3,000 horsepower motor so that people can surf in uh, Northern California on land. So, you know, <laughs> crazy calls. But uh, so what we do is we start at the power system and we go to the process. If the customer knows just what he wants, we can be very specific. But <clears throat> if he says, well, I have, uh, I have a conveyor that I want to run, and I, and I want to run it at uh, variable speed, and I have certain horsepower that I want. And then we start to ask some questions. And we have a, a relatively um, uh, uh, simple but extensive set of questions that we go through. We, we, we talk to him about what power is available and what are the loads on the motor and what are the, what are the, the environments that we have to live in in a mining environment. The, uh, it's, it's a hostile environment to met much equipment, as is many oil fields and gas fields where you have uh, explosive gases. So knowing about what the environment is, is going to be uh, for the equipment is important. And then we go back and we say, all right, there's your input. There's what you've got available to you. You've got uh, so many kV, so many thousand volts available at such and such a, 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 a power delivery level. Um, and then, uh, and you have this much output. What, and then we we have uh, one of the things that T Mike. Uh, that's that's a crazy way to take TMEIC and say it, but it's, uh, it, it helps. So one thing that T Mike does, um, we have uh, within our very group, we have over 120 years of application experience uh, within the, within the small group within T Mike. Um, and and we have basically have been on on these job sites. We've been. I uh, worked with other customers over over many years, and therefore we know the questions to ask about torques and speeds and operating ranges and so on. So we kind of we we draw out where the customer doesn't know what he wants, draw it out, so we can we're able to to qualify um, the uh, the uh, process and the motor and the loads that are required. Um, then we we we, can, we also can go into what kind of interface to your other plant systems we have, whether it's going to be a freestanding equipment or whether it's going to tie in with other other equipments uh, and, and computer systems and um, uh, DCS systems on the site. And then, of course, uh, one of the things that's very important in these larger power uh, equipment uh, installations is we, we need to make sure that uh, the, the systems that we put in place will not interfere and cause uh, uh, distortion of the power system that will be make you a bad neighbor and also cause damage to your both your nearby equipment and other nearby equipment. That that's called a, a, a that's called power system harmonic studies. So we do we understand our equipment and then we try to apply the, these type of studies to our uh, our customers so that they stay out of trouble. And if they have specifications already in hand from their power company, then we make sure that we are able to meet them. Well, that's great. So, um, Bill, I'd love to keep talking about this, but unfortunately this is a uh, podcast with a restricted time limit. But I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word on my show. So it could be a little bit more about uh, T. Mike's uh, services and solutions or something about the market or just a little tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Sure. Well, uh, T. Mike uh, has a long history uh, with both General Electric uh, technical uh, technical expertise. Uh, so many of our our U.S. based people are here, uh, but uh, and also Toshiba and Mitsubishi Electric. Uh, we have uh, been at uh, the, the, between Toshiba and Mitsubishi Electric and General Electric. We go back into the 1800s to our production. We TMIC themselves are uh, leading application experts for high performance motor and drive systems and automation. We are industrial mm-hmm. systems integrators. 
We bring innovation to industry, and we have a positive and constructive approach, and we never walk away from a project. Our, our, uh, we, we promise customer success every project, every time. We include project management in our, in our, uh, in our projects, as well as the uh, many years of application history uh, that, that our, our con- contributors uh, bring. Um, we, so we're, our goal is uh, ec- operational excellence and reduced cost of ownership. And uh, the way we do that is that both our experience, uh, reliability, uh, state-of-the-art, uh, medium voltage drives and drive products, many of which have a fleet reliability of 20 years between failures. And then we design for a large range of applications uh, and, and have exceptional post-sale service as well with uh, many, many service engineers in the field. So the whole, the whole cycle is covered from application, technical expertise, to project execution, and then reliability and performance, and then customer support after the, after the transaction is over. We just like to keep, uh, keep people as uh, business friends so that we have the opportunity to serve them again. Well, hey, that sounds great, Bill, and I'm really glad because, uh, as my audience knows also, I love uh, companies that try to provide solutions for the industry and add to the toolbox. So I'm really glad um, we had you here on the show to talk about it. Where do people go to get more information? Well, we have a, a very extensive website, um, and that, that could be uh, reached at uh, www.tmeic, that's thomasmaryeasyindigocharlie.com. And uh, there's the U.S. Ba- the U.S. based site is the uh, one where you want to find uh, most information. But there's information going to the library if you like and search, as well as going from page to page and see the overviews. Uh, that is a, a great place to, to get reference. And then of course uh, here here uh, the, the the local phone here if, uh, uh, in in Virginia, which is our U.S. based operations, five four zero two eight three two three zero zero. Excellent. Well, hey, thank you again, Bill. I really appreciate you taking the time, and thank I'm you, glad you came by the show. Okay. Thanks and, again. Oh, pleasure's mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>